Hello, we are tracks, <laughs> <laughs> and we're in Brighton at the Great Escape, and yeah. we're really excited. That's why I don't know how to do an intro anymore. Very excited by the sounds of it. Yeah, it's Thursday, the nineteenth of May. It is day one of the Great Escape. We are here covering the festival with daily podcasts. Daily. Yeah. For people who don't know, Harry, what is The Great Escape? The Great Escape is the biggest new music festival in Europe. And we are fortunate enough to have it on our doorstep. We are Brighton-based, for people who didn't know, and this is a Brighton festival. It's um, a bit like South by Southwest in that it's not kind of a, a... Campus is the wrong word, isn't it, for a festival? It's not a kind of one-site festival. It's in all the venues around the city. So yeah. basically, Brighton comes alive with independent music for this weekend each year, yeah. and we're here, right in the heart of it, because we're we're uh, in our we're back in the studio. <laughs> we're in our studio. Um, back in if the you game. Heard our second podcast. This is where we recorded it and decided not to do it here again. Yeah. Um, but we're back because it's a stone's throw. Quite literally a stone's throw from everything else yeah, we're uh, going Bright- on. We're in Brighton's very own North Lane area. <laughs> yeah. We have got Gak, the very famous Gak at the end of the road. We've got Comedia opposite. And the record store. We've got Resident. We're, I probably could lob a stone at the Green Door store. <laughs> I like to think I could. No, that's a bit too far. No, I'm going to give quite, it a go. I've got quite feeble arms. <laughs> <laughs> but as we say... It's Thursday. The excitement has been building all week, to be fair. We've got so much planned for these uh, four podcasts. We're talking to artists. We're going to be out and about talking to virtually anyone. (laughs) Anyone who sees us. Um, And we're just going to be kind of soaking it all up and bringing it through the airwaves into your ears. Mm. We've got lots of paper with lots of notes and ideas. And Harry made the very... Uh, accurate assessment earlier that he was writing Thursday for about the hundredth time. <laughs> there are so many pieces of paper and whiteboards where we've started with Thursday. What are we going to do on Thursday? And here it is. TGE Thursday. I feel like uh, just as a a final salute to our planning, we should just both write Thursday one more time <laughs> on a piece of paper. So that's going to be good for a podcast. He's doing it, people. Day. Let Great <laughs> Escape begin. <laughs> We're off. <laughs> so, like um, any festival, you start making your plans. You look at the lineup, you see who's going to be there, what times, where they're playing. Um, and I must say, at this point, hats off to Great Escape because. Their app has made this process so much easier than any festival I've ever been to before. I've normally got like a lanyard and like some <laughs> horrible printed off pieces of paper. We will get one of those. Like, I'm sure we will. But I'm like the nerd who stood there in the street. Oh, where are we going next? <laughs> With my highlighter out. We've only got six minutes. Yeah. Whereas this is brilliant. You star people, you get a little alert 30 minutes before they come on and you're out. Mm. You're trying to beat the crowd. And it's even got like a... Which hasn't actually started yet, but I'm excited to see it start. A little uh, update of how busy each venue is. So yeah. Oh yeah. Green, amber, and red. So check back tomorrow for updates of whether that is good or not. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a, that's a yeah. good idea. You might find us in a hungover state tomorrow morning saying, it didn't even work. Yeah. We queued up for nine hours. So, Tim, do you have anybody that you're excited to see on the Thursday? Preferably the beginning of the day. No. <laughs> because I, I, I know that you do. <laughs> yeah, I do. So virtually the, the band that are kicking off the festival are someone who I've been dying to see for ages, which uh, is really exciting for me. As our regular listeners will know, I'm a huge fan of Heinz, Madrid's finest uh, kind of garage indie rock uh, all-female band. And they are uh, very good friends with another Madrid band, another kind of garagey indie rock band, but this time all men. Mm. And they're called The Parrots. And they are absolutely brilliant. And I just feel like this is going to be the perfect way to kick it all off. Are they a similar band to Heinz? Yeah, kind of. They do. Mm. uh, For Record Store Day last year, they did uh, even a joint release. um, And it's absolutely slipped my mind what the parents' uh, single was called. Um, But the the Heinz one was um, David Crockett. And they've got a kind of an eight-minute Wow. Video, which is the first half is the parrot song, and they're kind of out in Madrid, I think, like at skate parks and at bars and doing Jaeger bombs and <laughs> eating noodles, and then like uh, halfway through, they're kind of walking back in this early morning, sort of uh, soft lighting along a bridge, and it's all really... the life of an early twenties. Yeah, they person. make their lives look so brilliant, and then they go back to this house, which is brilliant. Yeah. And then um, everyone's like, oh my god. And then uh, one of Parrots puts on a record of Davy Crockett and Heinz get up and play it in this video. And that was their, oh. they did a double A-side uh, seven-inch release. So they are very much a gang and I love Heinz. I really enjoy Parrots and I'm so excited to see them. And like I say, not only... I think when someone's like kicking off a festival for you, you want high energy, you want excitement, you want them to kind of, everything you've been anticipating from it, you want them to deliver it. And also, mm. it's in probably the most perfect of Brighton venues to kick off this festival. Yeah, It's in Horatio's, which for people who don't know, is located on the end of Brighton Pier. Of course, yeah. So, Somewhere I have not watched a gig yet. Yeah. Because you, the t- the one time I've been there before uh, Great Escape, because I don't, I feel like the first few years I went to Great Escape, it wasn't a venue, and now it is. Um, mm. But the one time I did go there, you chose to go to see Ed Sheeran, which at... is quite amazing now, really. Like yeah. he he was on a new music festival, so this was yeah. this feels like wasn't that long ago, but it's probably four years ago, four five years ago. Yeah, so he no, even longer than that. We're talking six. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. Because I was at unit for three years, it's been a year since, that's four, and it was... Uh, well, well, I suppose, I suppose in some ways it makes sense that he does like four nights at Wembley Stadium now, and he was playing Concord 2 yeah. at about eight o'clock on a Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but yeah, Horatio's is a really cool venue, because it's, it's basically like a big pub. So it's, a really, it's small for a venue, but big for a pub gig. Um, good sight lines of the stage, good beer. Perfect location. Perfect location. I can't wait to walk out of that place. Yeah. And two. Yeah. But um, 
have a little go on the waltzers, <laughs> maybe go down the Sun- Helter Skelter. I was going to say sunsetting. It's going to be what time is it? It's at twelve thirty. Right. So uh, half so time. It's lunchtime. So <laughs> if the sun's setting, the apocalypse is here, <laughs> and we're all going to die. <laughs> the sun's dropping. <laughs> so I guess to uh, get us a little bit excited of that, yep. of that format, with that, uh, <laughs> let's have a little listen to my favourite parrots track. Yep. It's called DD Dangerous. was the Parrots and as I say they are playing Thursday 12 o'clock I feel like I might have said 12.30 earlier but it's 12 at Horatio's on Brighton Pier Mm. that's how we're going to kick it off what is the next thing you are excited to see on this the first day okay well I found this nice little uh, band they're a a French duo um, and they also have a band behind them Uh, they're called Her and um, they're playing just after them. So we got a, they're one thirty p.m. Um, at Queen's Hotel. Um, the funny thing is they are also playing two other gigs on the Thursday. Um, Wagner Hall, 6.30, and The Hope and Ruin at 9.30. Okay, so they're slowly um, building up. Yeah, yeah, because I was thinking, you know, we got a, we got a rush to go and see him after the, after the Parrots. But, you know, we've got two other chances. So, um, they're quite, they have lots of different elements to them, I think. They have very soft vocals and things. They've, they've got two vocalists and they work very well together. They're quite, they're both quite different. Um, they have this kind of guitar-y sound as well. This, this indie guitar-y sound that you might hear in bands like, you know, like Foles and not uh, not quite like Foles, but they they're kind of layered guitars and things yeah. like that. But with a bit more kind of electro, right? Absolutely, yeah. So think a little bit more of an upbeat XX. And there they have this kind of funky element that reminds me of the band Kindness. So if you like anything like that, then you'll like them. They are quite funky. They're quite um, quite relaxed sounding. They do have. I think it is quite a common thing for French bands to have a bit of an electronic background especially when you look at Daft Punk and stuff but um I'm quite excited to see them purely because uh for people who haven't uh kind of researched into the Great Escape there's a there's a big huge playlist of basically everyone who's playing at the Great Escape on Spotify Mm -hmm. and I heard one of their songs on there and I really liked it but it was quite mellow and quite kind of chill so I, I clicked on them and listened to a couple of others and there's a huge variety in what they do like there is. Like you say, they get quite funky and quite upbeat. And yeah. I mean, I, I, I've never seen them. I yeah. don't know a lot about them, but obviously for Great Escape, if you're going to go to Great Escape, you have to do your research, yeah. I, at least a little bit, because the amount of times I will look, if I'm not going, 
then I'll have a look and I won't know anyone. And then a year later, without doubt, you know half the people that were there the year before because it's a great festival in finding people. And the people that go are going to be, well, a lot of them will be big names in and, a year's time. Yeah, and if, like me, you're the kind of person who likes to brag about having seen a band before they made yeah. it. <laughs> I think last year or the year before, I saw Fat White Family just yeah. before they blew up. And I was, there was like 10 of us in the room. And it was brilliant. They were so, so fantastic. I can't describe how good they were. But mm. that is kind of the thing that Great Escape's all about. It's like, it is. you do your research, you find actually these guys. You find what you think you might be interested in. You know, you yeah. know like we don't really go, we know who we're, some bands we want to see. Yeah. But you have to kind of go there looking for bands that you maybe will have an interest in later on. Yeah, definitely. Um, the pl- the song I'm going to play is the one that I feel is a little bit like kindness, like I said, and it's called Quite Like. Quite like your hair, quite like your eyes, quite like your breasts when you undress, quite like your legs, like thighs, like your highs. Like your hands when you caress I quite like your cheeks Love your lips Love your mouth when you're talking Whispering They're funky times with her Look forward to seeing them <laughs> the only funky times with her you're going to get that weekend Harry <laughs> I didn't realise I said that you <laughs> knew that was going to be such gold <laughs> <laughs> so so moving on from that swiftly uh, proceed so my next pick from a Thursday's lineup is someone I believe you've seen before, but I have not. I saw it on your list, and I have seen this person before. He is called Declan McKenna, and please explain to us your previous interaction with well, said individual. Um, every time Glastonbury rolls around, they do a little competition where you send in music, and um, you can play at Glastonbury if you win it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something I always go to put myself in for, but never do. Um, but I always follow it up. And this boy, Declan McKenna, won the this competition. Boy. This boy. This bastard. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, this uh, musician won the competition last year. And uh, I had no intention of seeing him because I didn't really know much about him anyway. Um, but I remember it was one of the last nights, I think. Um Dis- I don't know what it was, but it was in the park, and that's a, that's a part of yeah, Glastonbury. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he played a lot. I think I only caught probably half of the set, and I saw his main uh, like single. I think because he didn't have much to go from when he when he won this competition, and I think it might he might have only had two or three songs. And yeah. this one that you will play eventually is the one that is kind of you know the big the big deal. Yeah. It's funny because I'm looking at the Great Escape app yeah, and the description of him. And there's a bit that I think I'm fairly sure you might have written. 
after seeing him at Greatest Game. It says, uh, With Brazil, it was easy to pigeonhole him as a UK indie troubadour. A little bit okay-ish. With a nifty talent for mainstream melody. Did you write that, Harry? Um, If anyone listens to this podcast, they know that... I couldn't write that with my because we, knowledge of uh, English words. Yeah, because we don't know what troubadour means. <laughs> yeah, troubadour. Um, no, I didn't. But you it know, it was mainly the a little bit okayish bit that I was. Yeah, because uh, I, I I agree in a way because I, I I don't know what he's done since then. I haven't looked into him at all. And if he's still making a bit of noise now, then obviously, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm picking him off one song. Hmm. Which is called Brazil. Which is coincidentally the song that was big a year ago. Well, in again, I feel like maybe everyone should just not listen to this podcast and look at the app <laughs> because I'm just regurgitating <laughs> things at this stage. But this song came out in 2014, apparently, so that's kind of uh, surprising right. that he... It puts me off a little bit because I'm thinking, you know, has he not done anything since then? This seems to be his best song. It's the only song I've heard, but it's the mm-hmm. one that The Great Escape picked. Uh, but I like it because... I love football, and it's called Brazil, and not only does he make references to the beautiful game, but from what I understand, it's about uh, corruption within FIFA, which is an interesting uh, an interesting thing for a teen to choose to write songs about, and it makes me think, yeah. even if maybe, you know, we had the discussion about Jake Bug before and things like this, about you know how younger artists maybe sometimes take time to find their voice... Yeah. despite their obvious talent. And it makes me think, if someone is kind of precocious enough to be writing about corruption scandals within FIFA, mm. in their teens, and making a really catchy song about it, you think, there's something there. Yeah, it's not about the girl he lost, or, uh, you know, exactly something we hear too much of, yeah. possibly. Yeah, or running from the feds, yeah. as Jake <laughs> would, would be, like to tell us. It would be interesting to see him then, really. Yeah, so I think... I think there's something there, and again, this is what Great Escape's all about. When is he playing, and where? So he, uh, just like her, has three gigs. <laughs> I feel like that pun didn't work as well as I hoped it would. Well, this band name's great, it seems to work on so many yeah. levels. But he has three gigs, so he's playing, again, out on the pier, Horatio's, on Thursday night yep. at 815 He's also playing uh, Friday at one thirty pm uh, It was interesting to hear your pronunciation earlier, by the way, because I would say Wagner Hall. Wagner. He went Wagner. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he also plays again at 10.30 at Wagner Hall. <laughs> so he's got three shows okay. over the weekend. I will certainly be catching one. Um, I think he's interesting, and Ooh, I'm just interested to find out more, if nothing else. So let's listen to a little bit of Brazil. Let's go for it. Fuck you, set blatter.
course, uh, as we say, Declan McKenna with while that was playing, uh, I watched the video and I've never seen such a young boy in a music video before in my entire life. <laughs> so I possibly like 14, 15 when he yeah. probably made the video, which because he's probably around yeah. 17, 18 now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's much younger than I was expecting, which you know makes me kind of more impressed by the fact that he's got to the level he has. Yeah. Uh, but also just a bit annoyed by the fact that he's potentially. 10 years younger than me but has achieved more than I have in my yeah. life I, I quickly want to say like when I mentioned that he was a competition winner at Glastonbury I'm not I don't mean that as in you know he won the X Factor and he's riding off those coattails still I just no, I just kind of mean a really impressive yeah, that thing was a chance done. that he's he's taken and uh, yeah to have come out on top of presumably a huge amount of people that many, entered that competition yeah. is is really impressive hmm. uh, so uh, we're going to wrap up fairly shortly for this first episode. We're going to take one more pick each. Harry, yes, Tim. do you have one final selection? I do have one final selection. And I'm just going to bang things on table legs <laughs> until I make it. I do have a final selection and somebody that I actually didn't know was here at all, um, but is... <laughs> Is uh, <laughs> and they're not <laughs> uh, Michael Kiwanuka, who I not have been listening to, but was very into. Yeah. Um, back in like I always say, the first year of uni, um, <laughs> when I was very much into acoustic music. Yeah. And I used to w- listen or watch, watch, listen, tell on YouTube all the time, which is just like these nicely shot videos of acoustic musicians yeah. and stuff. And um, he's playing on the Thursday at 9.45 till 10.30 at St. George's Church, which, you know, if anyone knows that, it was going to be a very intimate kind of gig. Yeah, it's an amazing venue. Um, yeah. I saw Bombay Basketball Club there a while ago when they had their acoustic album. Yeah, I saw Patrick Wolf there once, and he mm-hmm. was, it was a it was an amazing amazing night. And his mum sat on the front row, and it was all very emotional and beautiful. And really, yeah, wow, I, I love that venue for yeah. for the for this kind of music. And I'm a huge uh, fan of Michael Kiwanuka, and his his voice is just his voice incredible. is sublime. Like it's. It really is something else. And uh, I think the reason why I chose him, and I will go and see him, um, is because it just kind of shows that this... When you go through, maybe if you go through a playlist or something of who's going to be here, you get such a wide range of people. And, like... You can have... Because Michael Kiwanuka, in my opinion, is quite a big and well-known artist. Yeah, we were both... One of the biggest there in a way you know considering we've been paying a lot of attention to the uh, lineup announcements mm. as this festival has gone along in its kind of promotional phase mm. you know we were both quite surprised to see there not being a huge fuss made of what i certainly see as one of at least the top 10 most well, significant say, artists there's... if not the top 5 like he's a to me a really really big artist and a Super exciting eyes. There's maybe 10 um, kind of A-list musicians there at the festival, in my opinion. Like, you know, when you sort of, when you look at Stormzy and Mystery Jets, um, there's probably 10 max. 
Um, and he's certainly up there with them. Yeah. Like you say, top five maybe. Because I've been listening to him for many years. He's, he's not, you know, maybe they maybe they pick certain people to kind of um, to kind of level things out. You know, you you want some big musicians there as well as all your new people. Um, but you know, interestingly, he's only playing the one the one gig. Um, whereas a lot of people, as we've noticed, are playing throughout the day almost. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. And my only fear is that as people who have been to this uh, type of festival will know, you have to get there early to see the big guys. And this venue is not a huge venue. So if you are listening to this and you're thinking, oh my God, I didn't know Michael Kiwanuka was there either. Get there early and make sure you're in because yeah. that's not a big capacity. I've just I've just read something. Um he's worked with Dan Auerbach from the Black Keys on a B side or something and he's worked with Jack White and he was he was um invited to the Nashville studios like we've been like we've talked about in the past. So that, yeah, this guy has some big credits. Um big nuts going. <laughs> So do go and see him because yeah. he he will blow you away. Yeah, he's a big deal, and you know you're talking about a festival that costs kind of sixty five quid for the whole three days. Yeah, if you go and see Marco Kiwanuka on his own, you're paying twenty five thirty probably. Yeah, so this is value for money as well. Very much so. Get down there. We will be there. Fanboying. Come and say hi. Yeah. Yes. Do say hi to us. We really want to be famous. <laughs> Let's listen to Michael Kiwanuka. Yeah. I'm a black man in a white. I'm in love, but I'm still sad. I found peace, but I'm not glad. All my nights and all my days, I've been trying wrong. I'm a black man in a white world. 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 I feel like I've been here before. I feel that knocking on my door. I feel like I've been here before. We will proceed with the podcast. And Tim, what is your next option? So. Uh, we're going to do a few kind of honourable mentions at the end. Yeah. And there are kind of, uh, there are bigger acts than this particular act that I am excited to see on the day. But my final uh, key selection for Thursday, if you're heading out to the Great Escape and you want to know what to catch, is a an artist called Banff. Mm-hmm. Bizarre name, I know. It's B A N F. Ban Franz Ferdinand is how I'm remembering it. I feel like you should remember it the same way too. Ban Franz Ferdinand. Go. Not bad Franz Ferdinand. Ban Fra- I just said it really quickly. Ban Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. Um, which is, I believe, a singer songwriter called Benjamin Forbes. Right. Uh, former frontman of Little Casino, who I do actually vaguely remember. Uh, they were kind of cool. But very short-lived. They had maybe one or two songs that I quite liked. Um, it's kind of soulful indie pop, basically. Really great vocal. Quite kind of classic indie pop instrumental. 
it's not it's not too complex it's not too uh you know revolutionary and i i say this a lot about artists and i always feel like when i listen back i feel a bit embarrassed because it sounds like i'm kind of slagging people off for not being original and i'm not trying to say that at all it's just like it doesn't break any boundaries by putting this music out but this is great i've listened to four or five songs now after finding it on the uh, great escape playlist on spotify and i think banff are really really great they're playing two gigs over the weekend they're playing Thursday at 8.30pm in the Spiegel tent, which is, um, for people who don't know, that's a temporary venue. It's down the on old the old Steen, yes. It's been part of the Brighton Fringe yeah, um, over the last few weeks. And it's really cool. It's got great acoustics in there. I've seen a few mm. gigs Opposite there. the Beagle tent, the big, lots of yeah. dogs. I mean, <laughs> shake your head, hang your head, and... Uh, Take your head off. Yeah. <laughs> Blow your head off with shame. <laughs> Rubbish joke. But the Spiegel tent... I went Spiegel. <laughs> uh, so people who kind of go to normal conventional festivals will know that there's a certain acoustic to a tent yeah. gig, which is kind of... Uh, is brilliant. And I will be really trying to see Banff there. But they also play... An earlier set, but in an arguably better venue. Saturday they play Concord 2, which is probably Brian's premier indie venue. Are we going to gonna say that? Not including the Dome. Yeah, but that's like big, big bands play the Dome. Big bands. Big uh, Concord, I've never seen a, a gig I haven't enjoyed there. I've seen many gigs I haven't enjoyed there, but that's a different story. In terms of sound? In terms of bad performances by bad bands, right? I'm I'm just talking in terms of bands I've gone to Concord's see. Concord's great. It's uh, it's brilliantly sticky and old school, and it's right by the beach, and it's got posters everywhere, and it's there's arches, mm. and I saw Foles there, and it was the best thing I've ever seen in life. Yeah, because yeah. it was dirty. Yeah, and they and sweaty, uh, and they broke a girl's face. And that, they is they, that they threw a guitar into somebody's nose. Yeah. Yeah. Which I might have mentioned before, actually. Yeah, you did on the podcast. Mm. And I'm going to say the other thing that happened to me in Concord 2. I um, I cried in front of several of my friends in Concord 2 <laughs> one time. Why? Because we went there to watch in the, <laughs> I think, uh, South Africa World Cup. We went there to watch the England-Germany quarterfinal last 16 game. And... We lost, and I felt it was such an injustice because Frank Lampard's lob oh, absolutely went over the line, mm-hmm. and I against Germany. everyone. Everyone was just like, "Oh!" and I just blubbed. Wow, <laughs> you really get into the England uh, team, yeah. Um, but to give you, because I realise, like me, most people probably won't have heard of Banff nope. until this moment. That sounds like I haven't heard of them until this moment. Who? (laughs) (laughs) So let's listen to a little track. It's called... And the first two words I'm going to say are ideal. The third word, rubbish. The great unknown. If only it was escape. But anyway, it's still a great track. Come on, the band. Shame in the 
both listening to that we both said it reminds me of this it reminds me of this it reminds yeah. me of this a bit of swim deep a bit of a band harry can't remember the name of <laughs> but who used to support the maccabees yeah a very long time ago and they don't do anything now but i still have them on my phone i think yeah i could have just looked earlier but, shame you didn't. <laughs> but they're great as i say they're playing a few times over the weekend and i think they might be one of those little discoveries i keep saying they but it's a singer-songwriter i think with a backing yeah. band, so they'll, they'll he, play with people. So, uh, yeah, they might be one of those little gems that's worth checking out. And now we are going to go into a little, very brief name and claim. Yeah, instead of name, because and shame. we can't, we can't, we can't get everybody in that we want to see or we we think deserves to be talked about. So we will just mention a few that you should keep your eyes and ears peeled for. So playing at uh, Horatio's, which we've mentioned quite a lot today, is uh, Anna of the North, uh, playing Thursday, Friday and Saturday. All at Horatio's? No, Horatio's at 3pm on a Thursday, Patterns on the Friday at 7.30, and The Arch at 8.45 on the Saturday. Lovely. Also playing Thursday, a band who have been uh, discussed on the podcast before. Friends of the show, <laughs> Tough Love, brilliant band, and they are playing. They are playing Thursday at one thirty p.m. at the Bright Helm. So talking of people we've uh, talked about on the podcast before, Ira is playing uh, at Patterns at 5.30 till 6. So another big shout to a band that we both... Uh, since starting recording this episode I've slightly regretted not putting in our top three recommendations yeah. for Thursday it's Chastity Belt and I regret even more now that I'm seeing that they're only playing one gig this weekend is it? because I, w- I was pretty sure they weren't I'm no they are they're only at they're only at Green Door Store at 10pm on Thursday and they are absolutely fantastic So, on the Thursday at 9.30 until 10 at Patterns is Spring King. Feel like getting hotter, waiting for the 
that's Thursday of The Great Escape. Uh, but that is by no means everything that's playing. I can only implore people to just go out around Brighton, go and see everything you can. Just, yeah, you know, whether it's back alleys where there's a street gig or like the alternative escape, which basically seeps into every part of Brighton. Just get out there, see new interesting artists and also report back to us because we want to know who's good. Most people, as we've said, are playing more than one date. Tell us who's been great. Yeah. Uh, And we will be back tomorrow with another podcast. Can you Adam and Eve it? I don't know. We're going to be maybe a little bit hungover, dishevelled. Who Mm. knows what kind of state we'll be in. Thursday, I fully expect. I don't know about you, Harry. I think Thursday is going to be brilliant. And I think I'm going to have a bad... We're going to have a busy time. There's that thing of... uh, uh, Drinking alcohol is only borrowing happiness from tomorrow. And I feel like tonight is going to take quite a lot of tomorrow's happiness. I think it's going to be taking all of Monday's happiness. So, yeah... We've got four days yeah. of let's let's make the most of them. Yeah, and then next week and we're going to have a terrible misery. Week. <laughs> and on tomorrow's show, we have Archie from Mind of a Lion, a really great Brighton-based band. Yep, they're playing the Autoscape, I think, Friday and Saturday, so they're really and a must-see. Thursday, yeah, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Yeah. So, as we say, we've got a really great interview lined up tomorrow, and there will be. You're going to have dispatches from the front line from mm. us. We're looking forward to recording what we can out, like you say, on the front line yeah. and seeing what we can get done out there. Yeah. First it's, time we've done that. It's going to be exciting. We're buzzed. I hope you're buzzed. I don't know why I'm saying buzzed, but we will see. We're bumped. <laughs> We're bumped. We're bamfed. <laughs> uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Yep. Thank you for tuning in. This has been Track Show at the Great Escape. Crowd, give us some noise. Ah! <laughs> well, that wasn't crowd. <laughs> <laughs>